What's the feeling on the streets of the Hunter? What's getting under your skin or making you hot under the collar? Let's take the temperature of the region. It's the pub test with Paul Scott. It is the pub test and what's under his skin is COVID. How are you, my friend? I was thinking, let's take the temperature of the region. Mine's, mine's dropped a bit now. I'm, I'm not, I'm not too bad. I had a, I had a couple of rough days there, but uh, I, I'm out the, I'm coming out the other side. Coming out the other side. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was very kind. You know, you and I got to share germs on Friday night. I gave you a big hug I, and said, "Hi, it's so nice to see you." And then I find out you've got COVID. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I had it then. I don't know what the incubation period is before it kicks in. I, I felt it sort of creeping up on the. Sunday afternoon, I mm. thought to myself, I have a tickle in the throat here. This is like a kind of, is this a thing? I haven't had one of those for a couple of years, and then I, um, oh, look, I, I've heard so many stories about rat tests being inaccurate. Mm. I just thought, like, I don't want to have a rat test. And then people say to me, oh, no, that's, you know, they're not really accurate. Mm. And, you know, how many rat tests have you done? I just went straight down to Honeysuckle and, and had the test down there, and they were, I got the, text at about 12 o'clock on t- uh, sorry, 2am on Tuesday morning mm. saying um, congratulations you're a winner <laughs> you've, yeah, got you've got COVID so how have you gone from there have you had any communications with anybody has anyone contacted you or you've just kind of been left on your own well no look uh, people have been good I mean I'm not I'm not sure I'm not sure of the ability to articulate a complaint mm. um so I've had, you know, I've had uh, one daughter uh, being excellent and, uh, you know, checking on me regularly. And uh, I've had some friends drop off some stuff. Warren, Warren Smith was kind enough to drop me off a coffee yesterday morning at halfway. I left it halfway up the hallway yelling out, <laughs> bring out your dad, bring out your dad before racing <laughs> away. Oh, so, God bless him. But, I mean, I, I'm one of the fortunate ones. Mm. I've, had the, I've had the double, look. If I hadn't had the double vax and the booster, I'd, geez, I've <laughs> got an idea what it, it may have been uh, a lot, uh, a lot worse. But you know, just the things you usually think about: sore throat, bit of a cough, mm. bit of a headache, not much energy. Great reason to lie on the couch and watch um, uh, Netflix and, uh, of course, golf uh, from America. Thing. God, life's tough. Masters. Well, you're going to be able yeah. to watch Tiger. Apparently, Tiger's going to be playing, so you can get to watch the return of Tiger. I mean, he's already had one dream kind of fairy tale. I mean, can he have another? Can he have another one after what it, what he's been through? I mean, no one doubts that it's hmm. that it's possible, but it's it's probably the one golf tournament that I can sit there and watch the whole one of all year. The British Masters, uh, the British Open is good too, but. It's hours of whack, hmm. whereas this one kind of starts at about four a.m. That's not that's not that's not so so bad for us um, time wise. Whereas the, from from the UK, it starts at about eleven o'clock at night. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. Another pub test was. There was a pub test last night, wasn't there? There was a real <laughs> pub test. There was a literal <laughs> pub test last night. Uh, what do you make of it all? Oh, look, I I think uh, I think. What, why, who told Skomo that it would be a good idea to drop into a pub in Edgeworth? No idea. Like, I, I just, uh, look, they're real, they're, there's such a risk, those kind of, those kind of events where you, you know, you go, you go into uh, a place where there's potentially host, 
hostile adversaries who aren't prepared to, um, you know, some of them might have had a, uh, a few glasses of uh, bravery and are prepared to kind of uh, to give it out. And, uh, wow, it's gone Australia-wide today. Edgeworth is uh, certainly put Lake Macquarie on the map. On the map. It has, Edgeworth, hasn't it? Yeah, who, who would have yeah, thought? The, ed- the edgy tavern. Now, there are a couple of very interesting points to this one. Um, there was a Liberal Party meeting there last night at the Edgeworth Tavern. Yeah, yeah see, I'm look, uh, w- what happens when you run into Michael Paris early hours of the morning? You, you find out some interesting bits and pieces. But, uh, yes, apparently there was a, uh, a Liberal Party meeting at the Edgeworth Tavern. It's, it was just their monthly meeting. So that was very interesting. But then apparently he, uh, you know, there's all these uh, reports that he, he ate dinner at the Edgy Pub. Well, he didn't really. He actually came into the Kingsley and stayed at the Kingsley overnight and dined up at the Kingsley. Well, I can understand. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm not going to hold it against the Prime Minister to stay, to stay at the Kingsley and, and to eat at the Kingsley. That, that's fair enough. But if you're trying to make it look like you, yep. you know, you're down there for the uh, the uh, $12 schnitty mm. when you're really, you know, when you're really uh, having something that uh, costs a little bit more than that. I suppose the, the thing sometimes that overtakes these things, I'm not, I'm not really comfortable with the politics of envy on those kind of things. Do I, you know, do I think that the Prime Minister should be able to stay, you know, at the, you know, at the five-star hotel in Newcastle where it's comfortable and 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 safe? I, yes, of course I, he should, do. yeah. Do yeah. I worry about it making it look like that he's, you know, he, he's eating at the Edgeworth Tavern when he's not really doing that? I've got more of a trouble. It's really hard to keep that stuff kind of... Mm. You know, secret now. I mean, you know, it goes from Edgeworth to Engadine in five seconds, yeah. really, doesn't it? It it's does. Kind of and, and look, that's um, that's my concern on the optics. I agree with you completely. He needs to stay somewhere safe, somewhere that's secure, somewhere that he can be looked after. He's the Prime Minister of the country, for heaven's sake. But yep. don't do the optics that you had dinner at the Edgeworth Tavern and then go and have dinner somewhere else. I don't begrudge you. Absolutely go and have dinner at the Kingsley. It's magnificent. The view up there of Newcastle, he's not going to get a better view of what the potential of this city is. But don't make out like you ate at Edgy Pub. I mean, he didn't have all of the candidates with him for, for the region, did he? I mean, he no. didn't have... Um, he didn't have his captain's pick. No. Mm. No. Which one of the captain's picks are you talking about? Talking I'm, t- about the, I'm talking about Newcastle. Oh, Newcastle, mm. no. no. The, the, the candidate for Newcastle, in order was the candidate for uh, Patterson, the Liberal candidate for Patterson. Yeah, Brooke wasn't and there. I'm, yeah, and I'm just wondering why, if there was a Liberal Party meeting there mm. and the Prime Minister's in town, wouldn't you want to have your photo taken with the Prime Minister unless you didn't want to have your photo taken mm. with the Prime Minister? Well, Michael just said in my ears that apparently Brooke was with the Treasurer. Oh, okay. All right. The, the Prime Minister in waiting. Yes. <laughs> you said that. Yeah. I didn't. No. <laughs> I didn't say well, that. <laughs> he's, he's, he's Josh everywhere at the moment. He is everything. Josh everywhere. He's handing he's out money like Santa Claus. Claus. Mm. Yeah, he is. He, he, he sure is. Now, what... I mean, like, I... I, I you know, I also have mixed feelings about the, you know, the the bloke who had uh, who had a shot at the the prime minister. I, I think, I think there's a way you can do that that's quite, quite good. So I saw a clip recently of uh, it was the one where Carl Stefanovic went around with uh, 
Anthony Albanese. And, and he's, he went to like a coffee shop somewhere and there was a, a woman there and then, you know, they just walked up and said, what do you think of this place? Mm. And she just looked him up and down and she just said nothing. She says, haven't got anything. If you haven't got something nice to say, don't, don't say anything. Don't say anything at all. <laughs> that was like, and I kind of thought, yeah, okay, yeah, well, nothing said says, says a lot there. But I don't know. I thought, did, you, did the bloke last night go too far? Probably, a lot of people probably think, no, he, he put forward his opinion. You know, I think he could have put I, forward his opinion without the language. Um, yeah, I think I it would have been taken a lot lot stronger without the language um you know don't don't think i'm not a prude i don't you know, that's not what i mean i mean that if you can't get your message across without using profanities then that kind of loses the message you know what i just wonder if you had a little bit of that courage in him i mean it, it's <laughs> pretty it? hard it's pretty hard to be uh, you know saying that um you know you, you're doing it really tough when you're when you're at a bar when you know most most bars seven eight bucks a schooner now. I don't know what they might have been happier down into it. I don't know the details. Of it, Are you serious? Seven to eight bucks for a schooner these days? <laughs> yes, happy what? happy hour schooner is six bucks in pubs, and that's usually a limited a usually usually a limited range. Oh my except god! For the, except for the big casinos around town, they, there's a happy hour there where they charge or two hour happy hour mm. with their four dollars, but it's for one particular uh, type of. Beer. And you've got to be a and member pe- of that organisation as well. And you do see pension. Look, you do see pensioners go down there and meet, and they have the, the dinner comes on at six o'clock, and they go down and they have a couple of schooners, and you, you'll see them getting that last schooner at five to six. And, and if you're standing above that, they'll be out of the way to make sure that they're, they're going to be served before six o'clock. So you know, you can't. Be, I don't begrudge these kind of things. I just wonder about you know when you look. You know this. There's so many problems uh, with it. I mean, a prime minister should be able to go into a pub, and you know, some people in there, if it hasn't been a, a you know, they haven't all been placed there and picked there. Some people are going to have a bit of a, a go, mm. but you know, is there a way to have a go and 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 uh, do it in a way that you know, isn't, I don't know. I, I just felt it was a bit. Mm. One, it's one thing to be heartfelt, it's another thing to be nasty. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. And look, I, I think everybody should have the opportunity to question our uh, our leaders at, at any point in time. But I think there's still there's still that respect. And I know there's not a great deal of respect out there for, for Scott Morrison at the moment, but he still holds the position of Prime Minister of this country. And there is a certain level of respect that he should be given. The same for the opposition leader. There's a certain level of respect that we should be giving them. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I feel, you know, good on him. He got out there and he did it. And I was only speaking with uh, with somebody yesterday about the fact that, um, did you, I didn't know this, but if you've got a pension, we were talking inheritances, and if your property is valued at more than $400,000, your pension then begins to crib back. Paul, the average price of a house in Newcastle these days is eight hundred and fifty to nine hundred thousand dollars. Surely, <laughs> surely that pension has to keep keep up with with the the value of property. Oh my! Oh, I don't know about that, Tracy. I thought the I thought the family home, like you know, the the house that you're living in, didn't come into it. When it comes to when inheritances, it does. Oh, we mm. no inheritance, mm. right? So okay. if if you get twenty thousand dollars from you know Joe Blog and you're on the pension and your home is worth more than four hundred thousand dollars, you'll lose that pension. Ah, uh, 
Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well. I mean, the country. We. I mean, in a way, we've got to talk about inheritances and and things. You know, like. You know, good luck to you if you're. You know, you're on the side of the ledger where you know you are going to inherit something. Um. You can. Do you hear that? Um. I, I'm not. But let's go with it. <laughs> let's <laughs> go said, with it. <laughs> I, I just said. I just said. Willie Weather message came over just saying brief shower in one minute. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I think, you know, superannuation, for example, that was never meant to be something that, you know, you sat on and mm. saved in a tax-free environment to, pa- to, pass, on to, to pass on to your kids. Mm. And, I mean, it's fair enough to say, well, you know, can young people get into housing these days mm. if they haven't got the, you know, if they don't, parents can't assist them, if the bank of mum and dad's not there, but, you know, when it becomes, when super becomes like, a, a, you know, a, just a kind of a, a tax shelter for people to build up this massive amount of wealth that they're going to pass on, and, you know, I, I think the country needs to talk a little bit about mm. inheritances, but I, I don't think it's on any agenda for, you know, this federal election, but tax reform in, in terms of uh, anything other than tax cuts seems to be totally off the uh, off the agenda. It's really strange, isn't it? The things that we need to be talking about, which is you know, housing affordability, looking at our tax system, looking at our health systems, it's just gone by the wayside at the moment, Paul. It's just all of these, you know, it's, it's defence forces and, you know, we're spending billions and billions on defence, but we can't look after the safety of our own people. And, and there was a p- report that came out from the Salvation Army uh, yesterday. We've got 100,000 Australians who are homeless. That's only the ones we know that are living on the streets. 100,000 people in this country do not have a home. We've got people who can't afford to buy a home. We've got people who can't afford to rent. We've got some serious issues and no one wants to talk about them. Yeah, and look, you, you know, you've got to have some compassion there. Well, no doubt that there are people with mental health issues that, um, you know, choose not to be involved, you know, in any form of system and, and, and do sleep rough because that's that's what they want to do. Mm. We do know that there's a lot of people who don't want to sleep rough, who do want to play uh, a place uh, over their heads. I mean, someone was saying to me that day in quite all serious, you know, that's all right. It's quite a lot of people, you know, homeless people around the place, you know, council should do something. And I said, well, what do you mean council should do? I said, well, you know, they shouldn't allow them to be there. Mm. It's like, you know, we've got, we've got quite a few people sleeping in cars mm. uh, in, in, in the Newcastle LGR. And I said, well, what, what should they do? What, what, what do you want council to do? Well, you know, they should move them on. Like, oh, okay, well, and where do they go? Where, where do they go? You know, what's this move them on? I mean, you know, London got really cruel with kind mm. of like putting spikes on, you know. You notice, you notice we've also made it at... Um, train stations now the seats have these metal bars along them yeah. in between so you can't you can't sleep you on can't them. lay lay out on them um but yeah we, we really need to think a lot more about compassion and and homeless short that should have been and housing affordability should have been right up on the agenda for this election but uh, to this point
It's not. It's not at this point. Well, listen, thank you, my friend. I've got no doubt that the next time we talk, we will know when uh, our federal government election is happening. There are reports that he's heading uh, heading to the Governor-General this weekend. We've only got until the 18th of April for him to call this election, so we're getting closer and closer. You stay safe. Give us a buzz. If you want a cup of coffee, I won't do what Was did. I will actually leave it at the door for you. Um, but, yeah, please stay safe out there, won't you? Yeah, well, the, the world is safe. I'm not leaving this. I'm not leaving this place until next Tuesday. I'm not allowed to. No, you're not allowed to. You can get fined, <laughs> like Ernie Merrick did. Uh, not Ernie Merrick, Graham Arnold. You can get. Uh, you'll get fined. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, uh, no, I'll be fine. There's lots of golf on the telly. Good. <laughs> There's also the Knights playing tonight. Uh, tomorrow what? tonight. You've also got the. Uh, what else have you got happening? The uh, the Grand Prix happening in Melbourne. Oh, mate, you've got so much. Oh, yeah. And there couldn't be a better time to no. have COVID. And you've got Bridgerton as well, so get binge watch Bridgerton. Tell me what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Stay safe. All our love. If you okay. need anything, you shout out. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye. That is Paul Scott with The Pub Test. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning covers the big stories that matter the most to you. The local issues often neglected. Tracy Mack's plain talking, no-nonsense approach will get your morning off right. Talking news, sport, entertainment, music, lifestyle and more. Joined by Michael Blacksland and covering what you need to know and even some of the stuff you didn't. It's Tracy Mack with Newcastle in the morning. Weekdays from 9 till midday, only on Newcastle Live.